0: So, I'm so excited to uh, welcome our next guest because he is really funny, really amazing. Um, if this goes well, we might make some superhuman Persian Chinese terrorist babies together. You guys should totally listen to his bit, depending on how his podcast goes, okay? Um, I
1: don't
0: know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, already it's like,
1: uh,
0: <laughs> so um, he's, gonna, like, he's
1: gonna
0: help you learn more about, like, uh, Persians and their humor, and just who he is because I think he has a really unique take on a lot of things. So, welcome the very funny Alex Farivar. I totally butchered. How do you sell your last Thank
2: name? Thank you. Uh, I mean, you said it right F A R I V A R. Most of the time, people forget the I, so uh, they just say, far, 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 but you're supposed far, to, far, yeah, re- Farvar. Yeah, so.
0: is, does that but mean anything? Farivar, does that mean what does that mean?
2: Um. I don't really know to tell you, I don't think it really means anything out of, I mean, everything means something in our culture, but I don't think I've ever really asked what our last name meant, so.
0: Really? Because like, my last, my name actually means like Black Horse of the Forest. I think my mom was on her Indian phase or something. Oh my God. Black
2: Horse in the Forest?
0: Yeah, that's, uh, because Lynn means forest and then Lee, the way that she writes it means Black Horse. Kind of weird, right? Let
2: me I mean, that's a pretty cool fucking last name. Am I allowed to cuss? I forgot, sorry.
0: <laughs> yeah, profanity is encouraged, so please cuss as much as possible.
2: Um, oh, okay, cool. No, okay, I just wanted sure okay. to make sure to...
0: Okay, I looked it up right now. Okay, Farivar means a Persian name for boys that means upright, correct, and right. Holy shit. Oh,
2: that's definitely not me.
0: Oh, shit. That's um, definitely not me. That's good. That's why you're comedian, <laughs> right? It's the opposite. It's the opposite. <laughs> It's like freaking you know um Jay White.
2: Jay white. white. Yeah, like that. He's a
0: Long Beach, but he's black. I did an interview with him. I was like, that's confusing. Anyways, that wasn't funny. Okay. Or whatever. like
2: or like, Lu- or like or like or like Louis Black, the comedian. I mean he's white. Right, and he's black, white. That's Lewis confusing black, as I
0: fuck. Yeah. yeah. I think but, but yours
2: yours is pretty cool. Dark black black horse or horse dark horse the in forest. the forest. That's pretty It
0: sounds like a That's villain. pretty deep. Yeah, that's a yeah, villainy name.
2: It's like a, it sounds like a Johnny Cash song or something <laughs> like that. You know, it's a, it's pretty uh, it's pretty badass. So that's a pretty cool last name to have.
0: Oh thanks. Thanks. I appreciate that. All right, let's get down to Virgins. Oh, yeah, cool. Okay. You guys have invaded Orange County. Um I don't know why you guys picked here. Um why do you think you guys picked like Orange County in LA for your invasion?
2: Same reason you guys did. <laughs> you guys are all over here too. I mean it's uh the safe. I don't know.
0: Are you guys following of, us, or are we following you?
2: I don't know. Maybe we both came during the same time. Who knows? You know. I know for the most part, a lot of Persians after the revolution left Iran. They either went mm-hmm. to Europe or they came to America. So um, I don't know what it is about Irvine in particular, but like I, I was born in LA and I lived there till about, I was about six, and then like mm-hmm. after the earthquakes and whatnot, then mm-hmm. the. My my mom and dad wanted to come to Irvine. They didn't want me to grow up in L.A. So,
0: wow. But you're like I don't know. I don't know going why to they L.A. You're going back to what? L.A. now. You're going back to L.A. now, right? Back and forth.
2: Oh yeah. I mean, I I moved there when I was eighteen, and I came back to Orange County when I was twenty, and I went back there when I was twenty five. I've gone back and forth from L.A. and Orange County pretty much most of my life.
0: Okay, okay. that's interesting. So, what? Which place is worse? LA or Irvine?
2: I hate Irvine. Okay. But, but as far as what safety goes, I -hmm. mean, LA is worse for sure. You know, have you ever gotten
0: into some insane shenanigans in LA?
2: Oh yeah, definitely, of course. But I mean, that's you can't say it on podcast. Okay. Well,
0: we will protect it. Yeah, I mean, I've done.
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I was definitely, um, I, I like, you know, I, I did love to party a lot. I still do, but I, I don't do, you know, drugs anymore. I just, I just smoke weed. So, but when I was younger, I did a lot of stuff. So, yeah.
1: Okay.
0: Thanks for bringing that up. Because I feel like I'm doing this podcast to socialize and, like, be in the comedic circle. Because I don't smoke. I don't drink. I don't do drugs. There's, like, no way for me to even relate to some of the younger comedians. So I have to do this. So I guess at least you smoke weed. So some sort of sharing with them. Um, so um
2: weed is okay. cool. I always say weed is weed is not like your regular drug, right? Like, you know, drugs when you think of drugs, drugs kill people. And the only thing weed does is kill your urge to kill people. So it's uh it's pretty much a safe thing to do in my opinion. It's but it's not for everybody. Weed's not for everybody, that's for mm-hmm. sure. Some people smoke weed and they get they get fucking stupid. So
0: Do you think peace in the Middle East can be achieved if you just send weed brownies to everyone? So they can Uh, stop killing each other?
2: Because, no, because it's religion. And they'll be like, this brownie was here first, then this is the Mm -hmm. only brownie that we should uh, eat. So they will still argue.
0: Uh, That sucks. Okay, so (laughs) let's, let's, okay, (laughs) let's get, okay. So, okay. So Very pessimistic
2: you you, of me, I know.
0: I love it. That's why you're so good at comedy. I feel like, okay, this is the difference <laughs> between live coaches and stand-up comedians. Live coaches tell you that you can do anything you put your mind to, and if you have good parents, probably, uh, and stand-up comedians tell you to kill yourself. So, that's that's yeah. the difference
1: right there. You're not yeah. special. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. What
0: exactly. Like. If you do your first open mic, you'll know that. Okay. <laughs> so, what made you decide to go into yeah. comedy? Yeah.
2: Um, I mean, as far as I can, like I wanted to be an actor when I was a kid first, oh, um, yeah. and then and then that progressed into writing and then directing. Like films, my main, like the main, I guess the first passion I really had. But mm-hmm. over the years, uh, like in my early twenties, and while I was in like film school when I was like twenty five, twenty six, so I, everyone was always like telling me to, you should try stand up, you should try stand up, but. Mm-hmm. I didn't do it until after I finished film school. My life was going nowhere. I was working at a bar and I figured, fuck it, I'll just, I'll give it a shot. And uh, I went on stage for my first time in uh, 2015, but wow. I've always loved it. I just never wanted to, I never wanted to be the center of attention. I kind of always found, uh, found that to be like too bizarre. So I'd rather just be behind mm-hmm. the scenes. But mm-hmm. then as I got older, I realized, no, I, mm-hmm. I like it, so.
0: That's very interesting because I feel like if you, the people who like don't care about it but work on it, they're the best ones. And I appreciate that you actually do work on your material. And like, I can, I can tell. So, um, I do. <laughs> sorry, comics, for <laughs> listening to this, but I don't care. Whatever.
2: Well, there's, a, there's some comics that are more <laughs> like you're, you have open micers and you have comedians. You know, open micers, mm-hmm. they like, they'll go to the open mics, they're comfortable with and they do it to kind of get away from their shitty life you know their shitty job their shitty girlfriend boyfriend whatever mm-hmm. they do it as like a hobby but like comedians they're trying to make a living off of this and they go every night
1: mm-hmm. and they're
2: working on material and they're going on stage and making themselves look stupid to try to do better in this fucking crazy industry but yeah I mean you gotta go up every mm-hmm. night and try it Try try stuff yeah. out so yeah, that's the difference sure
0: absolutely so like were your were your family thrilled when you decided to do stand-up comedy or like were they not surprised or like what was your reaction
2: they weren't surprised Mm -hmm. um oddly enough because your typical um when you think of like the your ordinary persian family Mm
1: -hmm.
2: like if you it's um it's they're not really about that you know it's the whole go be a lawyer doctor Mm -hmm. engineer Mm-hmm. but not you know no not my, my actually the first time i ever did stand-up was because my mom was like hey there's this open mic at the irvine improv where it's the wow. mom burger wow. yeah she's like you should go you should just go and do it what do you have to lose you know because she kept wow. telling me like the film stuff is really hard why don't you try comedy i'm like as if comedy <laughs> so- is fucking easier than film <laughs> you know i'm like how am i supposed to get how does that work mom like that's not very very that's not very pragmatic at all you know and uh
1: Oh my God. But
2: she was like, yeah, go, go do stand up. That could be your calling. And you, you know, that it will be maybe easier. So like, I don't know, but um, you that's know, what I love her for it. Yeah. She's yeah, amazing you know, for doing that. She, my mom, my mom and dad eventually somewhere when I was around 18, they're like, ah, this guy's not going to college. So, all right, go pursue your dreams. <laughs> you know, they're just like, go do whatever makes you, happy because my parents do believe in that you know they're like you need to do what makes you happy that's why that's why we live in america so do that's what you want to do
0: that's great like did they fight you on like because there's i think there's so many things up until an immigrant family is going to be like okay do whatever the fuck you want like so did you were, like did you were you going to go to film school since you were like very little like you knew you were going to go through it or did they try to i knew i knew since i was a kid okay
2: no they didn't no, because like when I was four years old, I used to dress up as Captain Hook every day from the what? movie Hook <laughs> with Dustin Hoffman and, and Robin really? when I used to, Yeah, and I would record myself with like a little camcorder my dad had. He would oh. just let me record stuff and like I'd make my own scenes and they're like, okay, I think we know what this kid's going to want to do oh, when he gets nice. older. So,
0: I love that. That's great. So, no,
2: so, they, they,
0: uh-huh. oh, no go ahead.
2: No, I was just okay. saying they, never, so, they never swayed me from trying to do that. So
0: That's very progressive props to your parents that's great so um do you remember what you talked about at your first open mic uh sh-
2: yeah i have actually i have a recording of it but i'll Ooh. never show
1: uh,
2: <laughs> i didn't bomb like for my first time i did not bomb you know so that's a uh. good thing like i got laughs and mm-hmm. but i did uh i did some impressions and um yeah it was just like shit that i would never do again but, I mean, but your pr- impressions
0: time. are really good yeah. like I do I do think that are that, that they are good so um I mm-hmm. guess people you guys are gonna I have see to that. see them yeah so um do you feel like you're okay cause this is my theory I feel like if you look white your experience in this country is gonna be different than if you kind of like look different as an immigrant so did you feel like you were treated mm-hmm. any different like do you feel like identity wise you're a Persian person or like you feel like you're an American what are your What's like what's your upbringing
2: like i mean I, I feel like both to be honest because my mm-hmm. family's very uh you know like my, my family's not too old school Persian but they are mm-hmm. you know they like during Persian new year we mm-hmm. set up the whole half scene you know everything mm-hmm. and traditional and uh, you know education is important to them, and all that. Mm-hmm. all you know all the the things that are typical amongst a Persian family but um I, I don't know. I've always felt like both Iranian and American, mm-hmm. but the funny thing is, yeah, because a lot of people will come up to me and be like, Hey, are you half Persian or something? Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, mm-hmm. I'm full. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just my mom, my mom came from the paler side of, uh, mm-hmm. Iran, but, mm-hmm. uh, but you know, I still got, um, uh, I mean, after nine 11, I was in high school. I mean, I got in my first high school fight because of, because oh, of what?
1: that. And then, uh, um, wow. yeah. And then,
2: yeah, I don't care. No, I was just, we were sitting in class, in theater class, I remember, and uh, it was right before we were about to go to war in Iraq, and oh, wow. um, one, of the, one of the guys was just pretty much saying, yeah, we should go over there and, and fucking blow them all away, and I was like, a, you know, I was kind of debating him right. on that, and then eventually he okay. said some insulting shit in regards to my mm-hmm. family, my uncles, and saying, you know, we should blow away the, you know, all, and eventually I got pissed off, and I just, I hit him in the face one time, and I, I, I threw a book at him first, and then I hit him in the face. But I only got in-house suspension because
1: mm-hmm. the
2: principal was like, you know, I understand given the climate that we live in right now and yeah. with everything that's going on and how you may feel discriminated against. So I'm like, it's not even that. It's just this guy was talking shit, so I wanted to shut him up. But
0: <laughs> oh my god!
2: But uh, yeah. and when I was when I was 18, I got arrested for blowing up a firework with my Persian friend and two Asian friends, and we got arrested on mm-hmm. terrorist charges and were held oh in my- county jail for a week. <laughs> I'm sorry. thought yeah. I I and have our it. bail. And our bail. No, I do this bit on. I do this story on stage. Our bail was set at a million, so we didn't get out. I mean, you they really are worth thought we a were million dollars?
0: Yeah. What?
2: The bail. That's yeah, yeah. The guy my, The the guy next to me stabbed his girlfriend, and his bail was two hundred and fifty thousand. <laughs> Ours was a million.
0: Where? Okay. Yeah. Where did you guys put, put the fireworks? Was it near um, Lake Forest? Lake Forest, Lake Forest, nobody's yeah. gonna. Well, everything's so spread out in Lake Forest. Why is it a million? They have a jail there. Well, isn't that no? Valid?
2: That's the thing. They don't. They have only the sheriff. So if you get arrested there, they take you straight to Orange County Jail. Oh my
0: God, Jesus! Christ. And, and we got
2: arrested like on a Thursday,
0: mm-hmm.
2: so we couldn't see the judge until like Tuesday, Monday oh or Tuesday, God. and we so didn't. We didn't. Yeah. Like,
0: oh my! How is that?
2: I mean, it was it wasn't my first time there, but it was uh, like the you know uh, the longest I had stayed there. I I always got in trouble when I was younger, but unlike most of my friends, I kind of got lucky with avoiding um, serious consequences as far as like the judicial system goes. Like I kind of got away because they were Asian.
0: Like they just said, "Ah, you're okay."
2: They thought literally North Korea and Iran made an alliance. (laughs) so they're like you guys are you guys are going in <laughs> so yeah they, the asians didn't help they weren't like oh really? these guys are doing your math homework oh, like man. no they were like you're going to fucking jail too <laughs> like yeah they were like you're oh, out of God. here
0: that's so funny because so, i feel like china is friends with all the bad guys China's friends with iran and uh north korea so yeah yeah anyways that's um, why nobody
2: fucks with iran because they're afraid of russia and china and those two guys backed up iran so they're like yeah, I That's, don't know if I want to deal with it.
0: Nah, yeah. <laughs> Have you been to, uh, been back to since? That.
2: Yeah, well, I'm almost four, three or four years old, so I don't really Oh, so you haven't been much, back? But not
0: since,
2: oh, okay. no, not in my adult life, no, and I want to go back. My cousin just went back recently, his first time since he was a kid, so um, that was cool that he he got to do that, but yeah, I haven't gone back, Um haven't been able to. Uh,
0: do you <laughs> like, yeah, I, sorry, go ahead.
2: It's a lot of shit. I mean, it takes. A, I mean, it's cool if I go there. There's not going to be any problems. But, mm-hmm. you know, after the revolution, like, there were a lot of things changed. Like, almost every Iranian person you talk to that's mm-hmm. over the age of 45, 50 is mm-hmm. going to tell you, yeah, we came here from Iran because of the revolution.
0: Mm-hmm. So, Do you feel like, because, uh, okay, Chinese revolution really, like, fucked up our people. Like, so we became, like... Right no morals we don't give a shit we're always like on alert do you feel like that affected er because i I feel it's more you guys are more like persian american than anything else so do you feel like yeah like that makes you guys different i mean of course it makes it different somehow right but like how do you feel like it affects uh you personally or like your community
2: what do you mean like well I mean, I was born here, so I mean, I'm right.
0: I, I, so
1: you, for me, like, I
2: think it's a it's a little different. Less. It's a little different, but it's affected me definitely. Yeah, I mean, it affected my family. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, most people were pretty well off; they were wealthy before the revolution, and then afterwards, you know, everyone's just broke. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you lose everything. But I mean, I the the effects of the you know. I think it's more my my parents have been more affected by it. You know, my dad had to leave a country by himself mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, was here in America, didn't know any English. And now he speaks better English than I do. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. So my my dad sounds like a Persian Obama. It's kind of really weird. I love that. He that. Like, oh God, pause. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's yeah,
2: it's a, he pauses in between the talks. He's like, you know, you're an idiot. But, uh... <laughs> You got a heart of gold. What the fuck, dude? Are you Barack, dude? Get out of here, man. Oh, my God. You're but, going. Uh,
0: I feel like you should. Do you have a video but, on your impressions? I feel like you have Some videos. I post video some something. of that stuff yeah. on.
2: You know what's weird? Some people really don't like impressions. They either find it A-hacky or they find it to be a f- offensive, I guess. But I don't really care. I, I, I think do it's a I skill. Anyway. But, yeah, I have, I yeah. have videos.
0: Yeah, it's a skill. So I feel like if you can do it, great. I can't do it, um, cause, okay, cause certain accents are hot, right? The Chinese accent is basically unfuckable. So I'm gonna try to just find a way to like learn it better, or just try to imitate my <laughs> mom.
2: We'll see. Yeah, how- there's definitely some accents that are not what you would consider fuckable accents for sure. Yeah, I would not. Exactly. Yeah, I don't think Chinese. I don't think like them. the Persian. Yeah, I don't think the Persian FOB accent is either. You know, like some guy with a FOB accent. He's like, "What's going on, man?" You know, you want to get some, you know, or Like, no, it's it's very unattractive. It's not like Italian or British or, you know, some of these other accents that are a little more appealing to the ear. But you know, we're, yeah, we're just more. Huh? You remember you're what?
0: Maybe, I guess I'm just more lax with the accents because, like, when I was teaching ESL, like, one of my first, like, clients, he was, like, oh, you Persian. taught
2: ESL? <laughs>
0: yeah, so, <laughs> like, he told... Like, I was okay, in one. Because <laughs> I, I was ESL, too, but then I was, like, let me just... Because when I was, like, starting businesses, I was, like, well, let me just do ESL because that's the easiest thing, and, like, I know there's always going to be a demand because Chinese people will just throw money at anything learning English, right? So I got this, like, Persian client, and then he... He wanted to get a new job, but like he didn't want to. And I was like, why are you so hesitant about this, Muhammad?" And he's like, well, because I got, he used to work at this factory. And then, but he's really smart. He's like a PhD, but he just came here. He didn't know anything. So he started working for this company. And then like he got his uh, female boss a bottle of perfume. And then instead of making it better, he just got fired. So he's like, oh, I don't want to get a job. And I was like, oh, let me just help you with your resume stuff. He got a job. Um, why did he get fired for that? Right? Because, okay, I think in America, like, if you gift a woman a bottle of perfume, that's, like, uh, boyfriend-girlfriend status,
2: right? Oh, well, now but, in 2019, that's the sexual harassment no, that was, you're going to get fired. Right? Yeah,
0: it's, sure. it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous, <laughs> Which right? Which just
2: stupid, yeah. Right, yeah.
0: but, like, in, yeah, in, like, Persian culture, do you think... Because you guys all smell good. Is it because you guys, like, follow the Quran to, like, smell good? Like, why do you guys smell so good?
2: Oh, no. no first no. of all, most... Most Iranians, especially... I know I might get some shit for saying this, but we're not religious. Like we're maybe forced into religion in our country because it's the Islamic Republic of Iran. So you have mm-hmm. to practice Islam in all the schools. Mm-hmm. But but, but as far as uh, wanting to smell good and whatnot, um, that actually, I think Iranians especially uh, are very much into presentation. So yes, they very- like to they like to be presentable right so like Mm -hmm. my dad will not leave the house unless he showers you know it's just Mm -hmm. uh it's just how he's always been he doesn't even Mm -hmm. come downstairs in his underwear like he doesn't Mm -hmm. we don't Persians are pretty you know hell-bent on looking presentable Mm -hmm. smelling good Mm -hmm. i think that's just something that we you know i've always kind of yeah makes sense eh, yeah it could be cultural yeah
0: chinese people don't care we just don't give a fuck well now maybe a little bit more but we just we really don't care um so there's a billion
2: of you there's too many people to impress i know like, right you know too less, many <laughs> i don't give a fuck anymore. yeah we don't
0: <laughs> care i, I don't just kill you nobody yeah. will
2: notice yeah
0: exactly. i just want to
2: make some money
0: exactly <laughs> you know? that's how we exactly are. exactly that's how we care so <laughs> yeah <laughs> so what do you find funny and like who are your favorite comedians and influences
2: um well i mean the comedian are you talking about stand-up or just comedian?
0: uh just anything
2: i mean the guy who's made me want to become who i am the guy who's morphed me into the person that i am i guess is jim carrey i mean that's who i've looked oh. up to all my life
0: oh that makes sense now jim
2: carrey okay. it's okay. my spirit animal yeah that guy's my mm-hmm. hero as far as stand-up goes i mean i love the old school guys you know lenny bruce richard pryor george carlin mm-hmm. Mitch Hedberg, but mm-hmm. but um as far as like today like i'm just you know, I love Dave Chappelle, Bill Burr, uh, Sebastian Montescalco, Anthony Jeselnik. Um mm-hmm. I grew up liking Russell Peters when I was younger. Uh, mm-hmm. I think Russell Peters, when I was younger, because he came on YouTube, like when it first started, like in 2004,
1: mm. yes, 2005,
2: yes. and I was in high school. And I saw this guy go, you know, this Indian guy go on, you know, stages and do impressions. and. I think that may have been, like, the first time my friends were like, dude, you should do that. I mean, you do mm-hmm. impressions all the time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I would do it in class. And so they were like, look, this guy makes money doing that.
1: I'm yeah, like,
2: no. I didn't think about it, though. I just enjoyed I just enjoyed watching him and, like, mimicking him, kind of. So
1: mm-hmm.
2: that was, uh, yeah, those are definitely. But I think Dave Chappelle is the best comedian alive right now. Absolutely. And it's between him and Bill Burr. Between mm-hmm. him and Bill Burr.
0: That's awesome. That's true. If they had to fight it out, who do you think would win?
2: I don't know. I've actually literally thought about that. Like, if I had to really, like, pick, Mm -hmm. like, who would win that battle, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Couldn't tell you.
0: So, like, what's your ultimate goal in, like, acting slash comedy? Just entertainment in general?
2: I don't think I have an ultimate goal. I think I just want to keep doing... uh, you know, the writing, comedy, acting films, like, be able to make films Mm -hmm. that, you know, I can do on my own eventually one day. I can be able to produce them, direct them, whatever. But, I mean, that's a long shot, so. Mm -hmm. uh, But, I mean, at least in today, the society we live in today, uh, you know, you can make your own films,
1: Mm -hmm.
2: put yourself Mm -hmm. in your own films. It's it's different now. You know, you have, like, YouTube, all these streaming Mm -hmm. platforms, like, you know netflix amazon hulu all there's like a bunch of new streaming platforms that are coming out i think it's easier now but yeah just to be able to make films and i just kind of be versatile i don't want to be uh you know just one type of right right artist so Mm
0: -hmm. so what would make you say like okay i made it like what would be like a benchmark because for me it's just like if I get on TV, like legit TV, then I'm like, I'm good. What's like your like benchmark?
2: If I can buy my mom and dad and my sister a house, nice. then I made it.
0: Cause uh, you're going to buy, it depends on where you buy it though. You're going to buy it in.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to buy it in the house. In, you know, <laughs> just the slum, you know, South Central, you know, yeah. so I'm not going to get in, like some so good ass, you know, house. <laughs> They'd be like, "Yo, we're so proud of you!" (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Uh, what were those popping noises outside? (laughs) Those fireworks.
1: Yeah.
2: Um. No, I would, you know, obviously want to get them. You know, nice. I would want to be able to provide for my sister, my uncle, my mom, and dad—like people that I love that have helped me out and like Mm -hmm. and supported me in my life. So I would just want to be able to do that, but. And also, yeah, I mean, if I, if I, if there's like a film I made one day, I don't know, or some book that I wrote that, you know, I guess it affected people and people are talking about it, then I feel like I did something worthy.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I don't know. Yeah, that makes sense. So um, what's like your favorite uh, Persian joke or a funny situation?
2: Persian joke or the thing about Persian jokes to be honest is if if I say it in English it's not really that funny right that makes
0: sense
2: yeah you know Uh, I mean there's an old like Persian joke but yeah it's like like they're all old I mean I don't know
0: like like okay so the the reason why I'm saying this is because I feel like Chinese humor does okay there's no word for irony or like sarcasm like maybe recently they started getting it but there's literally no word for irony in Chinese so we don't have that and we we don't really do self-deprecating jokes because we're into the concept of saving face so like we don't understand like louis ck i can jokes, totally see
2: that right
0: so it's just yeah like, i can totally what see that do you feel like is if i don't know if you watch persian tv or like you interact with a lot of like people who are well, no no like, i definitely
2: like No, no, go ahead. I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you because it got cut off. No, yeah, yeah,
0: no, I just, I just stopped because I, I was just like wondering, like, is there like a specific like Persian flavor of? Do you know what I mean? Like what, like, like to a regular American, what would be weird that Persians would laugh at, I guess.
2: Well, I don't know because there's, I, I can't solely base it off Mm -hmm. of right. like my family like my mom Mm. loves to laugh she Mm -hmm. loves my mom loves jim carrey Mm -hmm. my mom loves you know like like one of her favorite movies is like due date you know she loves like those Mm -hmm. movies and liar liar Mm -hmm. my dad is a huge like grew up loving peter sellers and like Mm -hmm. three stooges i think um you gotta you gotta keep this in mind. Like Iran before the revolution was very mm-hmm. westernized. Yes, like absolutely. women yeah, women the 70s, walked around yeah. with. It was amazing. Yeah. yeah, they no no hijab. You had disco mm-hmm. clubs. People were mm-hmm. drinking, partying, laughing. Mm-hmm. Persians really love to enjoy life, and they don't mm-hmm. like and they. You either have a you either have the Iranians that take life too seriously, or you have mm-hmm. the ones that definitely don't take life seriously. So, mm-hmm. it's kind of a. But they love satire. They love physical humor. Mm. You know, I would say definitely they do. Um, yeah. Almost every Persian I know is like, I love their Robin Williams. You know, like they love, <laughs> they love all those, you know. Yeah. So they're, they love humor, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. they love, you know, if you look at someone like Mazurvani, you know, he's very outgoing and yes. out there and people love it. Every, every Persian loves Mazurvani pretty much.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, because he's he's amazing. I actually saw him live when I was at Berkeley. He was incredible. It's a really great experience. He, um,
2: yeah, so, I, I I know him through other like you know family friends. He's he's just one of the nicest, uh, like very humble, very respectful guy. I mean, he's one of the nicest dudes you could actually meet. like I'm, I'm, I don't say that about everybody. So
0: that's awesome. Yeah, I I can see that for sure. Um, so okay. How can I make a Persian man happy besides being hot? <laughs> uh, if there's anything else. <laughs> well,
2: I mean, describe happy. Are you talking about happy for like uh, a week or like a lifetime? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: I don't know. Different... It <laughs> I, I, I know we're going I mean, to I could, let's, I could, Let's hear it all.
2: I could let's give hear. you the... <laughs> I can give you the, what, the, the, you know, I don't know. I mean, for most guys, it's pretty much the same thing, you know, just, uh, yeah. trying to bag that okay, much, get okay. food and give spontaneous blowjobs, okay. <laughs> you know, that's pretty much, okay. that's pretty much okay. it.
0: Okay. okay, let's make it more complicated. Okay, how do you make a Persian woman happy?
2: Oh, I mean, shit. Do we have four hours?
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh <laughs> <laughs> just, just That's a laundry top, list of things top top to do. Three, top three. Top three things.
2: Okay, well a woman a Persian woman, you know, um, they want an educated man, definitely. They want a guy who can uh definitely provide and uh, you know, be a uh, respectful, polite human being. That's mm-hmm. uh, you know, and funny. Persian women do love humor, so mm-hmm. just uh, you know, but I I guess that's, you know, what it really would come down to. I mean, that's the old school, I guess, way, right? Because, I mean, nowadays, it's a lot different. But,
0: yeah, it's different. Yeah. Yeah be, re- uh,
2: yeah. be respectful, be polite, and, you know, whatever. And, um, and there's different kinds of Persian women. I mean, there's obviously the gold diggers that want this, like, make sure the guy's got money. But I always tell... Those women too, like, look. If you want to marry a guy for money, that's not a problem. But then you got to realize what you are to him, which is just a purchase order.
0: But aren't like? <laughs> that's okay, what happened. This is my theory. Okay, this is my theory. Okay, because my persona is a foreign gold digger. Because I feel like I went through a divorce, and I feel like I know what I don't want. So now, I, like, I'm pretty more clear you, on what I. Oh, do you want. went through a divorce like, already? Yeah, yeah. So um, I'm uh-huh. basically like a piece of trash in Chinese culture. Like, right? oh my gosh, she's 29, already divorced. What the fuck is wrong with her? Right. That's why I'm in comedy, guys. Yeah, but that's, that's the
2: old school.
0: Um, <laughs> that's but old school. That's old school,
2: though. You know, because
0: if you're like uh, 25 and not be basically like an old woman in China. But, anyways, I digress. Um,
2: yeah, no, I mean, okay, not to play you off, but all... totally similar in Iranian culture. Totally similar.
0: Okay, but like, aren't women all kind of purchase orders to men?
2: No, fuck no.
0: What do you?
2: Mean? Can you hear me? Sorry, I got cut off for a second. Can you hear me now? Hello? How's
0: it? How's it?
2: Hello? He- Hello. Oh, yeah, can you hear me now? Yeah, I can
0: hear you. Yeah, can I you can hear, hear me, me
2: now?
0: Oh, okay, I think I had an answer. Yeah. yeah, sorry.
2: Oh, no, it's okay. I thought it was me. I was like, oh, shit.
0: No, no, no. Yeah, aren't, aren't all women purchase orders to men anyways? Like, I don't...
2: No, I don't of course not.
0: How? What? No way. What do you mean?
2: I mean, like, I'll put it to you this way: I mean, if a man knows that a woman is just marrying him for the money, then he's gonna treat her like, you know, like a purchase order. But if, if there's a woman that's, you know, like a, a so, so, like today, it's different. Like, you know, it's uh, you know, a lot of a lot more guys are struggling. You know, where there's it's expensive to live in California and whatnot. If if a woman is just, it's someone, if if she's supportive of her man and, you know, she's just, you know, uh, a partner, right? Because, like, a partnership is what, I guess, I'm not really fond of marriage, to be honest with you. Like, I don't want to ever get married. But I still believe that if you're going to marry someone, it's like, it's a partnership. You guys together are going to make this work, you know? Uh, Sure, there's plenty of women out there that are like, I don't, you know, I want to be a mom and I want to raise my kids and you know, the husband go out and work. And that's, if that's what they agree to do, that's totally fine. You know, I mean, my mom worked, you know, all her life, went to school, educated. When I was born, she was still working. But then eventually she was like, you know, I want to be a a full-time mom. I don't want this kid to be in daycare and nanny and all that kind of stuff. And uh, my dad was like, yeah, it's totally fine. I personally, if I were to marry a woman, I would be like, you want to work, work. You don't want to work, don't work. If we have that luxury, you know, but, if there's a, if the guy is barely making ends meet and the woman isn't working, he's going to develop some kind of like animosity, <laughs> you know, he's like, what the fuck is this, this is the one way street. Cause the old school way is what we're talking about, right? Man works, women take care of the house, but it's not like that so much. Not that many guys really view it like that. It's actually really attractive to see a woman who's like a boss. She can like provide for herself. She's a boss. She's driven. She's. You know, motivated. That's actually really attractive to a man. That's when a man will be like, "Yo, I." She's not a purchase order. She's you know, she's a that's gem. That's funny. That's <laughs> you know? funny so, to
0: hear from your perspective because in my last marriage, I was a breadwinner and he was the one mar- watching like Narcos on Netflix and he was eating wee brownies and then he was playing Dota Two on Steam. Okay, and so I, it was that's like a,
2: that's a do nothing dude. That's a do nothing dude. That's the, that's just as bad as a do nothing bitch. You know what I mean? That's why would uh, you know you. you you're going to go over there and work your ass off and he's just sitting there eating hot Cheetos and getting high playing Call of Duty? That sucks. That's shitty.
0: But so. it's like, I feel, okay, this is my theory. I feel like broke men should just stay single and then, like, not involve women in marriage, right? And then, like, let the guys who do want marriage marry the women who want that. Does that make sense? Because I feel Bro. like a lot of guys, yeah, like you want a meanwhile girl just to, like, not be alone, and then he wastes her best years. And when he leaves her, she has less options because women go down in value. But he doesn't care because he's a man and then he has unlimited limited potential. That's my only gripe with it. Anyways,
1: you know what? It's kind of,
2: it's kind <laughs> of true. <laughs> it's fucked up. It's, I, I can totally hear what you're saying. Like, you know, uh, a woman at 32 years old is like, "Yo, I need to get married and have kids." A man at 32 years old is like, "Dude, I'm living the time of my life right now." <laughs> like, exactly, you know, it's, it's right. The way so, right. it's that's I can relate to that. Don't waste a woman's time for sure. If you're a broke, right. if you're a dude that's broke and you don't have money, don't have a family and kids.
0: Exactly. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, and be honest. Don't do that. Yeah, we respect that more than if yeah, you're like, be, just doing along. Yeah.
2: But I've seen so many guys who just have a lot of money and will like date women. And, like, don't get me wrong, that's they're just like, hey, she looks good. She's 23. I'm 33. Like, I don't give a fuck. All right, then don't give a shit, you know? But then don't complain when you're like, dude, I feel like all she wants is my money. Yo, that's what you got. Well, with what her else court. do you guys bring she to got the with table, you for your though. money?
0: You know what I mean? Like, oh, what? Okay. Al- I mean, like, what?
2: okay, well, I'll give you, I mean, what do you mean bring to the table? It's uh, a, okay. If you're talking about maybe someone like your ex doesn't seem like a lot. So there's a lot of those guys that you don't bring shit to the table, but you know, if a man really loves a woman, I mean, what do women want a lot? Emotional attention. And if a guy gives her that, I mean, that's usually what'll keep a woman sane. Uh, You know, a man provides, you know, if if that's what we've been known to do also, it's like in past history, because sometimes women will say that like what do men do? it's like uh I mean we fought in like a bunch of world wars and we all died right. <laughs> and true. we uh that's true you know, yeah. we, and that, we do all matters. the we we do all the hard labor work i mean how many times do you see a a woman doing roofing work whatever we really I mean, labor. she's hard labor, labor jobs.
0: We can't. We're gonna. Yeah, fuck of course, it they up. can. Our vaginas interfere. Of course, with they our could brain, do it.
2: So we're doing that. No, we can't do anything. <laughs> yeah, They'll be like, "This is too hard. Yeah. I can't." Yeah, I guess <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But, I'm on
0: my period. But, I can't do anything. I'm so emotional. But like right a now. real. Cry.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but like a real man will, you know, like like one of my uh, one of my favorite films back in the day was uh, Boys in the Hood, and there's a oh. line that Furious Styles, who is played by. Um, Uh, not fucking, uh, God damn, it's not Lawrence Fishburne, or or maybe it could be because, yeah, because he was skinnier. So that's why I'm thinking it's that him. There's a line in the film where he says to his son, he's like, any man with a dick can make a baby, but only a real man can raise one. So there you go. That's like the difference between what a, a worthless fucking dude can't bring shit to the table, definitely, but there's a lot of guys out there. I know a lot of guys that are just suckers for love who will treat a woman with, every ounce of respect that you know she may deserve but the problem is is whenever a guy shows a woman that you know hey you're my number one she's like well let me see what other options i have like they don't like that they don't you know they don't like nice guys sometimes you know
0: because okay this is my theory um i feel like women don't okay it's not like we don't like run away when you show affection but like we want you to have a mission so that we can uh, feel safe and like be impressed and respect you. Does that make any sense? Oh, like, 100%. We don't want no, to I, be... that's Yeah.
2: No, Sorry. I totally understand that. Yeah. yeah. No date a guy. That's, that's passionate about something. things. I, like yeah, exactly. a lot exactly. of times a girl yeah. will, yeah, they'll date a guy who might not have money, but she's like, you know, he's trying to do something and, uh, you know, it could work out for him, you know, and, uh, you know, if, you're, right. if you support right. your man right. while he has nothing, you know, it's, but, that's a big uh, thing.
0: But the thing is, okay, so Jeff Bezos just divorced his wife at the time of recording his podcast. Like, she, she was with him for, like, 20 or so years, had, like, five kids, and he upgraded to another yeah. woman, right? So my stand-up is, like, well, if you're going to get left anyways, because I think, okay, I think men are programmed to just spread their DNA. That's not even your fault. It's just how you are. Right. So instead yeah, of five yeah, against that. why don't we just use that? Right. Why don't we just find the guy with the most amount of money so that if we do get ghosted, we have that uh, runway financially to find another man. So it's like preparing for the worst. Does that make any sense? Because like mean, if you are with a yeah. guy who's completely broke, then you don't even have that runway. Right. Because I'm sure Mackenzie's really sad because who wouldn't be after 20 years or so of marriage? Right but she has like a freaking billion dollars. So I think that that helps a little bit. So well, yeah, he's an, don't he's an just, idiot.
2: He didn't get a, he didn't get a prenup, <laughs>
0: but he still went for it. Right. Cause I, I feel like I would think twice about even divorcing her. Cause it's like, fuck, I have to divide half of this stuff for her. But it's like, for her, it's just like, she can't go up from Jeff Bezos. Like who else is she going to date? That's like better than him and she's stuck with five kids yeah well right?
2: she's gonna be the she's gonna be the sugar mama now she's gonna date dudes who have nothing and they're gonna uh. milk her for it i mean guys do it too now it's uh it's yes. it, I mean, yeah it's equal opportunity look, look, yeah i think always, guys should
0: be able to marry for money too why not green card whatever like marry yeah, for resources
2: yeah but no guy no guy would really want to do that because if you look at it which kind of goes back to what you know what look physically it's it's Way harder to be a woman. I mean, I, I could not imagine going through physically what women go through on the daily. You know what I mean? Right. So, it's a uh, much harder. Kudos to women. You guys push out another human being from your body. You guys bleed out of your vaginas once a month. Like I it's, I I'm, I can't imagine. Okay, so but but mentally, uh, it's a little different. Like for a man, um, you know, I've kind of like written a bit about it before too, to where you know, like. Some of the things that women do, which I'm not saying men want to do, but, you know, like we can't be as open with each other as women are with each other, right? Because yes, then absolutely. what happens? Mm-hmm. Their friends are like, oh, right. dude, you're gay. Like, you know, right. <laughs> you have <up> feelings.
1: So <laughs> yeah.
2: It's, uh, yeah. can't do that. And then it's the constant pressure on a man, um, which I feel, and I don't even have kids, but it's like, am I providing? Am I doing anything? Then you feel worthless, right? Then you feel worthless mm-hmm. as a man because you can't provide. You can't do shit because society is looking at you like, oh, you know, uh, w- When with women, if, what they'll ask, you know, is like, oh, you're not married. But with men, they'll ask like, oh, what do you do for a living? Like, that's what every question comes, you know, that's what they ask every guy. It's Sometimes it's so weak. A guy dating a woman for money and he doesn't work and do shit and just kind of milks her money. I mean, he might not give a fuck, but a lot of his friends are going to be like, that's kind of weird, bro. This guy doesn't do anything. He just sucks up her money. Like, you're not going to get a respect as a man. But, like, mm-hmm. a woman, for example, I mean, I tell my sister this all the time. She goes to college. She's going to go for a master's degree. Nice. I'm like, dude, you can go and work, get your master's degree, and then if you decide one day, I don't want to fucking work anymore, you have that option. You can just marry yes. a rich guy. Mm-hmm. But, like, a guy can't really do that. They're like, I don't want to work anymore. I'm just going to marry a rich girl. unless you, you know, Unless you look like Brad Pitt. I mean, I don't know what's, you know, how you're going to be able to do that unless you strike gold, but
0: That's interesting. I, mean, like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I get it's that different. It's a different perspective. Yeah. Cause I feel like the, yeah. I, I totally feel for the pressure because you guys have to be like holding in your feelings all the time or just like blow your brains out because you're not supposed to look weak. My thought process <laughs> yeah, is this. 76%, like-
2: 76% of the suicide rate is men.
0: Right. And I, 76% and I, of
2: people who kill themselves are men. <laughs> so it's like it says something right there.
0: I mean, yeah, it does for sure. And that's the tragedy for sure. Um, and I feel like this is kind of why I started Funny Millionaires, because I was talking to some comedians like about like, okay, because I, I was, you know, just calling up different places and this nursing home was like, hey, how much do you charge? I was like, "Oh fuck!" And this is like three three weeks into me doing comedy, right? Oh fuck! I'm supposed to come up with the rate. I don't fucking know. I said, like, "Okay, I'll I'll just get back to you." And I and I asked this uh comic like, "How much should I charge?" And then he's like, "You shouldn't do comedy. For, I mean, something along the lines of like comedy is not for money, right?" And I get it. Like you do it for the passion, not necessarily for the money. It's not like oh, I'm gonna be Wait, a millionaire so someone, someone, do...
2: someone told you, someone something told you comedy, of, like, comedy. You don't do is comedy not to make money? money.
0: In a way, you know what I mean. Like, okay, uh, well, you don't do comedy for money. Or, like, something about, like... No, I don't. You don't? Really? Hmm. Like, there I mean, so- I don't do
2: it for the money, but I've gone to a point now to where I've been doing stand-up for four years. So I'm mm-hmm. getting to the point of, uh, you know, starting to ask some bookers sometimes, depending on where they want me to drive to and come to. I'm like, all oh, right, are you guys mm-hmm. paying? Because, I mean, I'm trying to make a right. living off of this. Right, exactly. So. Okay,
0: thank but you But you've only been doing comedy for... I don't know, a month. But you've only right. been
2: doing comedy for, like, a month.
0: Yeah. So, but like, maybe the, what
2: he's saying is maybe you're not at the place to charge people right. yet. That's okay. maybe okay. What he Right. Was
0: saying. Right. But it's just. But I just wanted to know, right? Like, in the in the future, I'm going to be doing those rates anyways, right? But it was just interesting the mentality, right? And it's like people got so triggered. The name I weigh my like name my podcast. They're like, oh my god, you only care about fame. You don't really care about the art in itself. And it's like because there's so much uh, financial education out there, like there's people who teach you how to um, make money with the skills that you have. There's business coaches. Like I've done career coaching for years. And it's like, for me, it's just like, it's easier for a man to learn how to be financially independent and like get the skills in order to make more money than it is for a woman to reverse her biological clock and go back to, oh, uh, I have like 200 eggs instead of like two now or two and a half. Oh yeah, Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? So I just feel like, For a woman that decision is more deadly than for a man to be with the wrong woman yeah financially he might be like financially raped i guess from alimony or um you know child support but at least you can make more does that make sense but we can't make more eggs like we start from the top lots of eggs at 18 and we go down right so we have to make the best safest uh secure decision so money is of course money is not everything right but like the measure of a man in terms of just like, you know, how much he impacts people, how smart he is with sales um, in terms of discipline and ambition. Money is like the closest thing. So instead of saying, I want an ambitious, motivated, disciplined, uh, charismatic, all this guy, we just say rich. But guys are like, well, then you only want me for my money. And it's like, yeah, what else do you offer? <laughs> you know what I mean?
2: We'll see. So, okay. Well, <laughs> well, I mean, okay. In all fairness, though, just to kind of, you know, kind of back up, you know, the dudes a little bit back to like what I was saying, look, I I get what you're, I get what you're saying. 100% I do, because if you are a woman who wants kids and does want a family for herself, and if you are 30, 31 years old as a woman who doesn't have any of that, it it starts becoming um, quite frightening. And, yes. uh, you, you, you want to, you know, you're now, you, you've got to find a, a mate, right? Yes. And yes. you want to mm-hmm. make sure that the next person you go to isn't just some stoner sitting on a couch eating hot mm-hmm. Cheetos and playing Call of Duty. You mm-hmm. want to make sure that it's someone who's driven and whatnot. So I can, mm-hmm. and, and who's going to at least give you a, a secure, safe life, right? Okay. Yes. I get that mm-hmm. because a woman like a woman, I can, I can be 50 years old and have my first kid.
1: Yes. Exactly. It doesn't matter.
2: A, wo- exactly. a woman, a woman can't be fifty yeah, having nope. her first kid. That's nope. just weird. Mm-hmm. She's, you know, you have Not to have possible. a lot of energy as a mom. Yeah. I mean, it is, it is. I think there, yeah. I think there, there are women. Yeah. There's, there was a woman who gave birth at like sixty something, which I'm like, dude.
1: Uh, so yeah. what?
2: Like the kid might be fourteen when you die. Like that might. That's. <laughs> I don't know. That's
1: yeah.
2: selfish and stupid. A woman, you know, my mom's always told me, like she said, she lost all her pregnancy weight in like two three months because I was like. I was a crazy kid running around but she was 29 years old she had energy so she was chasing mm, around right, all the time you know right, can you right. can you imagine a 50 year old mom trying to keep up with a newborn oh, baby no. all day It's oh, going to no. drive her crazy mm-hmm. that right. post that postpartum depression is going to turn into suicide so <laughs> it's not it's it's she will kill herself after that baby but I recommend to women out there If you want to find a guy, first of all, like I said, men do a lot more than just provide with money. I mean, we, first of all, Bill Burr has said this joke, you know, he's like, we are your safety. I mean, if you hear a Creek, if you hear a noise in the middle of the night, you know, who do you send down there to check on the noise? You send a guy, you know, Uh, if there's a, you know, anytime, I mean, most firefighters are men, you know, most it's like, uh, we do a lot to preserve the safety Uh, for women and children. And we do a lot to at least, like I said, provide like a father is an important role in any kid's life, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, being able to, you know, being able to fear the consequences and punishment from your dad is, uh, it goes a long way. Uh, Mm -hmm. Chris Rock said it one time. He's like, he's like, there's nothing scarier than saying, I'm going to tell your dad. You know that'll straighten the kid up real fucking quick, you know a a man teaches a boy how to be a man. a man mm-hmm. can bring comfort and security to a woman and mm-hmm. you know the attention that she's looking for because women hate each other. that's why guys are better friends with each other than women are. A girl will be like, "Oh my God, Amy, I love that bitch and then like a week later she'd be like, "Oh my God, fuck Amy, I hate that bitch like it'll it'll just go it'll switch over nothing because women emotionally are at a, a little bit more, um, you know, tense than men. And so they're quick to get triggered and women trigger each other all day. But a man sometimes knows how to calm a woman down or how to like, let her have her space and let her figure herself out. Sometimes women don't know how to do that for men because women always want like, What's wrong? What's wrong? It's like, dude, sometimes nothing's wrong. Let me just sit here and think to myself, you know, there's an hour a day where a man sits and thinks about nothing. Women don't do that. So mm-hmm. it's a, we're different species for sure. But if you want a guy for his money, you should also make money yourself. And I say this because then you'll get respect from that guy. Like if the guy makes five million a year and you make a million a year, you know, he's not gonna look at you as like she's just here for the money. Then he's gonna actually treat you like a trophy, like a like a wife, not a trophy wife, like a wife. You don't wanna be a trophy wife. Because eventually he'll cheat on you once you get to a certain age. I just want to be real. Because
0: <laughs> I feel <laughs> like right, men 40, will cheat I'm gonna anyways. Go, I'm going to go get
2: 25. Because
0: mm-hmm. I feel like men will cheat anyways. This is my theory, okay? I feel like if somebody cheats on me, I'm going to demand an apology gift. And while I use the gift financially, I'm going to get a better, like a richer man. Because if a woman is making a million dollars, she doesn't have to settle for a $5 million guy. He can, She can also marry a billion-dollar guy, right? So to me, it's like... Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah.
2: That's what right. I, you know, what I'm saying is it shows that you work. It shows that you, you know, you're passionate and you're driven to do something. I know people who have wives, even in my family, who uh, don't do anything. They hardly even do anything as a mother. And I feel bad for them because I look at the guy who works all fucking day, works his ass off, comes home, not even to a fucking, I'm not trying to sound like a misogynist, but Jesus Christ, if, you, if you're a woman who doesn't work, only takes care of one kid and, you know, has her mom helping out, taking care of the kid as well. Uh, you don't really do much. Instead of getting your nails done all the time, why don't you fucking fix a warm meal for the guy after he's worked 10 hours to pay off the mortgage and the electricity bill in the house, you know? And then that guy gets frustrated. And then all she does is nag at him for maybe working too much. Now he's like, well, what the fuck do you want from me? And then eventually, because she's just not doing anything for him other than just, Well, I'm just going to say it's spreading her legs. Um, Eventually, he'll just go and find another younger woman to do that with. But if you're a woman who's literally, you know, a caring, attentive woman and and is in it as a partner rather than a, you know, receiver, uh, then you might have less of a chance of getting cheated on. First of all, never marry a guy who hasn't gotten everything out of his system, Okay if you if you're marrying a guy who didn't party in his 20s didn't really sleep around much and the same goes for women i mean chances are you're going to get cheated on but if you sleep but if you marry a guy who's kind of gotten all the partying out of his system he's kind of tired of partying and he's you know more about working and settling you know setting a certain path for himself for the rest of his life that guy will be less you know I think he will be. It will be less of a chance that he'll cheat on you. I'm not saying he won't, because you're right, guys. Why do guys cheat? Because we want to try all 34, 32 flavors at Ben and Jerry's. Okay, I want to try this flavor. I've never had that. But why do women cheat? It's because they're not getting what they want emotionally. Mm-hmm. So that's why they cheat. You know. So if you're a guy who doesn't pay attention to your woman's needs emotionally, she's going to cheat on you. Mm-hmm. And, and I uh, feel like,
0: yeah. Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Good stuff. Yeah. Sorry. Keep going. No,
2: but that's, that's really it. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's really what I mean is like, uh, if you're a girl who has nothing and you're marrying a guy who has money, if he's smart, he's going to get a prenup. So whether or not when you get a divorce, you're not getting the money. Um, and he's going to treat you like a fucking purchase order, which then a woman would be like, Oh, my man is such an asshole. It's like, well, look at it. Why do you think he's an asshole? You married the guy for money. You guys have nothing really in common. You're just using him for reproductive purposes and for financial purposes. You're going to get what you asked for, which is a guy who has money. <laughs> That's it.
0: I you don't want to like, marry a
2: guy uh, just for rich.
0: But I feel like I can't marry a guy who's broke either. So I, I understand what you're saying. Uh, thank you for sharing your perspective. I learned a lot from it. I feel like I expect a guy to cheat on me. It's just how can I negotiate up front so that when he does – I don't feel bad about it. You know what I mean? Like if I negotiate that well, he's Well, then if pay you want me, that. Right.
2: If you want that, then you then what you should do is you marry a guy and be like, "Listen, I'm here for I want to build a family. You seem like a guy who would be a good father but a shitty husband." Okay? So, let's get married. I'm marrying you for the money, but you can go and fuck whatever girls you want. I don't care. Just as long as we have a house and I have a family and whatever then, 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 yeah, then I can understand you want to just marry a guy for money, Mm
1: -hmm. but
2: I'm letting, you know, most of the time when you do marry, you know, but I hear your perspective. You're you are a woman who is looking for something in the future and the clock is ticking. So I totally get mm -hmm. it, but you can marry a guy who doesn't necessarily have to be rich, but he could be, you know, uh, financially comfortable, you know, he could be, and you could be on the journey with him to getting rich I mean, I bet you one of the reasons why Jeff Bezos really didn't have a problem probably even giving his wife the money or his ex-wife is because she was there with him when he had nothing. It's not like she married him for the money. That woman was with Jeff Bezos when he hadn't even started Amazon yet. She helped him start Amazon. So I personally wouldn't have a problem giving that wife. I mean, that's a lot of money that he's giving her, but, uh, but I wouldn't have a problem. Like, she was there in the beginning when I had nothing but the fuck like tiger woods's wife you want half of his money for fucking being like a nanny pretty much yeah you don't deserve that that's really i mean then again tiger was cheating on her with 15 women so it's not like i'm at all justifying what he did but like i said mm. you're marrying a guy for money so what do you think he's gonna do he's gonna fuck around as well so you better be okay with the guy fucking around
0: yeah, why not? That's you know. that's what you guys are biologically programmed to do, right? And I feel like women are at fault for expecting men to give emotional support to us because like, I have girlfriends for that, you know what I mean? Like, I don't expect you guys to, like, maybe it's just, like, different Chinese culture because, like, we don't expect our men to have any feelings, which so is like, yeah, ah, honestly, just have honestly, a girlfriend though, circle, you know, have know. coffee on Tuesday morning. Sorry, go ahead.
2: No, I'm sorry. I, mean, I know guys that don't cheat, though. I don't know if it's the biological thing. You know what I really but think is? I don't is? care, I think you know
0: what I mean? Like, if he cheats on me, but you yeah, I not your point. like, then who cares? As long as I don't get a disease. Oh, that, then
2: you know what? Then, okay, that's, you know, I can respect that. Because now you're, that's a partnership of its own. You're, like, making a business deal with the guy. Hey, yeah. I'm marrying you because I need a family and you want a family, right? And I'll be a down-ass wife and a mom. Don't worry. You want to fuck around with other women? I don't care. Just wear a condom. Don't give me a disease. If you do, yeah, I'm bringing exactly. up with you and taking your money.
0: Exactly. Because I think women expect okay. too much. Seriously. That like, I can. Right. So like, optimize on what the thing you need most on and let go of like emotional support, like him looking a certain way, uh, personality a certain way. Because I was just having this interview with his dentist. I was like, how can I find a rich, old and ugly and fat dentist who will like stay with me forever? And she's like, why Are you settling for this? And like, and like, she she made a lot of good points, but I feel like there has to be some concessions, <laughs> you're, right? You're so, so. descriptive,
2: so <laughs> descriptive with what you Give want. Me like, a fat, ugly Give dentist. me the
0: job of the house, <laughs> yeah. The bank vault, please. Yes,
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> oh my god, this went that's, on. W- this is interesting, it's way long. Are you okay with the time? Because, um, I think,
2: yeah, no, yeah, I'm fine. I finished, I'm done, I finished everything. That's why I said three o'clock was like, okay, perfect. okay. i was running a little okay. late, but yeah, no, go okay. for it.
0: Uh, I don't know if we should continue. This is interesting. Okay, can you teach me some bad words in uh, Farsi, so I can connect with the Persian community?
2: Ooh, um, yeah, that's like so frowned upon in the. Uh,
0: <laughs> okay, then I will like,
2: I like my relatives, are, okay. but you know what? Okay, then. <laughs> okay, what would you like to learn?
1: Uh, <laughs> you can say this to you can say this to a
2: guy. You can uh, you can say F-word? this to a guy who What's like the you know, uh there's no like real effort like you know there's a saying you know which means like means like dirt over your head which means go fuck yourself um but like you can tell a persian guy which is you know you can be like which means your mom's pussy
0: <laughs> okay that's very that's, funny i'm not gonna remember any of this that's what Persian guys Persian language.
2: guys say that to each other all the time. they they say it all. It's really de- degrading and derogatory, and uh, and per- and old school Persian people hate it when you teach like you know, like when I would bring like my Mexican friends or white <laughs> friends over, and I'd be like, tell them what you tell them what you learned. Yeah. My you know yeah. my relatives would be like, ah, don't don't teach them that. Teach them uh-huh. you know our culture and history. It's like, dude, they don't want to learn any of that. <laughs> yeah they don't want <laughs> That's that
0: hilarious. okay so what do you guys really think of chinese people american people as a if you feel like there's any stereotypes
2: oh i don't think well from what i actually know persians are actually they actually like chinese people because you guys are what? you guys mind your own business yeah you guys mind your own business you're quiet you know you're like the best neighbors ever i have chinese neighbors they don't fucking ever say shit it's just nice beautiful like they never they never complain (laughs) their kids are their kids are well behaved and disciplined like persians like that persians love americans like iranians in iran love the american culture and america and like everything about america so i mean that's why persians come to america they love america but Mm -hmm. when you travel like whenever a persian travels and goes to another country like goes to you know europe or goes to you know mexico and and sees American tourists, then they mm-hmm. hate them. Mm. They they hate them. We we hate American tourists in other countries because we're like, I mean, like you you'll be in Mexico and you'll see some guy in a pool, a fat ass belly resting his like margarita cup on his belly with an Ohio State hat on, and it's like, ill mm-hmm. dude, like, you know, he's got a, he's got his like Coors Light mugs and like it's just you're American, like you can't even come to a culture and assimilate for a couple days that you're here and just try to embrace another culture. You got to still be your stupid football, beer drinking, dickhead coming to another country. That's what pisses off Iranians Mm. because Iranians, when they like to go to other countries, you know, they want to see what that other country is about. They'll eat that food. They'll dress a little differently to kind of blend in a little bit more, you know?
0: Mm -hmm. That makes sense.
2: That's kind of like how they feel about that. Yeah.
0: Nice. And what would you of advice for people who are trying to do business with Persians or Persian Americans in general? How can, how can you win them over? Uh, good luck. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> really, awesome. you know, you get, oh, good luck. Yeah, you... Perfect. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. So how do you, uh, what, what advice would you give for a comedian starting out?
2: Uh, you really 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 love doing stand ups, then just go every night on stage try out new material network make friends with people be cool be chill don't be a narcissistic asshole I crushed every fucking set man it's like no dude you don't uh just be and humble to
0: change my personality uh, go ahead yeah.
2: I mean, because like no one likes <laughs> no one likes a dickhead. I mean, you could be the no. funniest person, okay. period. But if you're a dickhead, then no one's gonna really like that. All you know, but if you know if you have a plan B, do the plan B. Like because it's a very, it's comedy is like I love voice. it, but it's grueling. Mm-hmm. It's grueling. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not for the faint-hearted, and you got to have thick skin. You've Got to deal deal with constant rejection. You got to be okay with it. Otherwise, yeah. if you have another idea, go, just go and do that one.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Same
2: advice for writing, too, when it comes to writing.
0: Mm-hmm. So how do you deal with bombing both ways?
2: Have you met my dad? No. <laughs> I deal with it just fine. <laughs> okay. Thanks to my dad. No, yeah, pretty much what I'm trying to say is my dad throughout my whole life set me up uh, or prepped me for failure and, like, rejection. Like, my dad was not the type of dad to tell his kids, you're special. Mm-hmm. And you're, and you're going to make an impact on this world. It's like, mm-hmm. you're not special. Nobody gives a fuck about you. And mm-hmm. you need to realize that when you go out into this real world. So like my dad prepped me. I mean, when I was a kid, my dad always, when I played soccer, I wasn't good. He, he would always be like, a, you did horrible, uh, mm-hmm. try harder next time. You embarrass mm-hmm. yourself. And, uh, I don't know. My dad prepped me for that. He just kind of always.
0: That's a good, yeah, that's good prep yeah. for comedy for sure. No wonder you're funny. Okay.
2: That well, because yeah, there's a lot of comedians, there's, there's a lot of comedians that like go like cry because they got roasted or insulted or they're getting rejected. It's like you're going to get a fucking hundred no's before you even mm-hmm. get one little yes.
1: Mm-hmm. You know,
2: so it's, yeah. uh you got to just be okay with that. Don't take it to heart. Just understand that that's, you know, I have no problem bombing and rejecting, uh, getting rejected. I have no problem.
0: Mm-hmm. With that, that's so. awesome. Cause I feel like comedy is kind of like sales and like salespeople have the lowest suicide rate. So I don't know why there's comedians who commit suicide. Maybe it's the mental issues and stuff, but it's like, yeah, it's like, because most
2: comedians are not happy. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's a depressing, it's kind of a depressing life. I mean, I don't, I'm not a comic that goes on, on the road. I'm not like a big headliner or anything like that, but a lot of these guys are their headliners. They just, they're constantly on the road in hotels by Mm -hmm. themselves, uh, Mm uh, You know, you have to make people laugh every day. It's mm-hmm. pretty tough. So that's true. All
0: yeah. right. Wow, this you is great, a great mood. That makes sense. So, how can we book you? How can we stalk you? How can uh, how can uh, we watch your videos and stuff?
2: Um, well, you can follow my Instagram. It's it was probably Alex. That's the handle. Um, I post a lot of my like show dates on Instagram. I have a website, alexvarvarcomedy.com. Um, I do, I also publish books. I have a book on Amazon. It's called Rotting. And I have another book that's coming out hopefully next month. I'm not sure. I've been working on it for like fucking four years. But yeah, like Instagram, I don't, I don't really use Facebook or Twitter that much. So I mean, really follow me on Instagram. And I, yeah, usually you can come and see my shows by what I post on there on my website.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for this interview. I learned a lot. Uh, I laughed a lot. Thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, I really appreciate it. Thank you.